0: He's out. Coffee. Baseball. Coffee. Baseball. Going. Going. Gone. He's out. If you don't
1: vote, you don't make-
0: we are back! Hello, everybody. Pour up the coffee, pour in the baseball, mix it to a nice warm temperature. Ah, it's coffee and baseball. I'm Bernie.
1: And I'm Ryan, and I say it every time, we're back after a long hiatus. We keep trying not to have long hiatuses. Failing this season, really, really failing this
0: season. Uh, But hey, we're back.
1: And we're We're here to talk baseball.
0: And it's special, you know, that we waited. Like, we could have reacted to the All-Star nominations, but we were like, let's let them wonder. (laughs) Let's
1: let them wonder about the terrible All-Star process that baseball has.
0: It's, I will say this, it's slightly better than it once was. But, yeah, it's not my favorite voting situation.
1: Also, let's just point out they put Craig Kimbrell in as a backup this year. Craig Kimbrell, he's not having an all-star season.
0: They claim he's having a resurgent year. I've been underwhelmed by him, but it's relief pitching. So it's, let's be honest, it's hard to really understand who the good relievers are. You know, like, you kind of know the top two or three guys, but, like, like you know, seven to ten relievers make the all-star team. So, like, <laughs> who the fuck are these other guys? Well, I'll tell you, Kimbrell is, is not one of them. Yeah, he hasn't been. He hasn't been like a. He hasn't been a great baseball player in like eight years. No, and that you trade I mean? still, AJ Pollock, still makes me so sad.
1: I, yeah. uh, I loved him. He was a, a fantastic Dodger and uh, <laughs> traded him for Kimbrel Ugh. for
0: uh, bag of balls. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Ryan, let's let's talk. Today is a very special pod. This is a very special pod. Uh, This is a pod by request, I would
1: say, because we have friends that thankfully uh, nag us Mm. because for some reason they are the limited audience we reach, but they listen.
0: We have a loyal
1: but limited following. They get quite upset when we don't record. And so this pod, uh, today we're calling Aaron's Pod. Aaron's Pod. Aaron, this is for you (laughs) while you're closing the bar or opening the bar, whichever one you're Mm. doing. Uh, we're gonna essentially just go through what you text me about and uh, cover your topics with about zero research and
0: see how this goes. I mean, uh, uh, zero like like dedicated research, but a, a lifetime of watching baseball, which counts as research, in my humble opinion.
1: I I would agree with Bernie. But his brain is better than mine when it comes to that stuff.
0: <laughs> okay, Ryan, let's hear the text.
1: Uh, so, you know, it just started with the All-Star Break pod. So I don't know if that means we yeah. should start discussing All-Star Break or... Let's discuss All-Star Break. Yeah, let's let's dive into it. Um, really, let's just do a quick standing of where we are. Um, All-Star Break came and went. And as everybody knows, this is where you should feel pretty good about your team you don't have to be great but you should feel like okay you know we've got something uh going doesn't need to be first place but i feel like this is a time when you need to check your distance from making the playoffs and be like do we have an
0: opportunity here you you need to be you need to be looking at your roster going what's the one missing piece that's gonna get us a world series ring and if your answer is more than one thing the ring is not coming, but if you're a true fan, you are delusional enough into believing you're one piece away.
1: Yeah, and it's also interesting too, because this is where everybody's got to start making the decision as a GM, of course. Mm-hmm. Are you a buyer or are you a seller? right are you Are you, are you realizing you have pieces that are going to net you some great stuff? But hey, by doing that, you're punting you know you're punting the season, and uh, you're looking at the future. Or are you one that's gonna say, Hey, I'm all in, and you are not looking at the future, you're looking at the exact
0: now. Or are you like my team, the Baltimore Orioles, who love to pretend like they're just like every other team and not one of those cheap teams, and they'll be like, We're all in, and it's like, cool, who are we getting? And they'll be like, Marco Sanchez, like who who's Marco Sanchez? He's a middle reliever. Never heard of him. He's gonna turn it around, like you know what I mean. It's gonna be that for for the Orioles.
1: I, I want to point out though, Bernie. Not only are you guys in second
0: place, yeah, you have a better record than the Dodgers right now. Yeah. Oh no, like we're doing, and we're in second place to the Rays, who obviously are like one of the better teams. And you're only two games
1: behind them, which is wild. You know.
0: Like, yeah. No, there's some Orioles magic happening. It's kind of it's kind of like Reds magic light. I would I would call it because we have. We have a lot of call-ups that are not as fun as Ellie Dela Cruz and Spencer Steer and others. And we have no Joey Vado last ride story attached to our squad. We just have like, oh yeah, a lot of highly rated prospects that nobody really followed outside of our catcher, basically.
1: Uh, but, so uh, really quick, let's just do this. If, if the playoffs started today... We go through just the the top team. right? Ryan, right.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna slow you down there. I think we should talk about the All Star break per the prompt. Oh, I don't. Like <laughs> and then because oh, I no, think because I wanted to say I wanted to say this
1: is where we went into the All Star break.
0: Oh, understood. Okay, pull back. I had it. I had
1: a a My reason. Bad. I was like, I'm not jumping. I had a reason. Here.
0: Okay, fair enough. Okay, go ahead.
1: So quickly going into the All Star break, you know you've got. The Rays, of course, in first Amazing. place. Uh, the Guardians, I don't know if that's supposed to be surprising. I would say yes. Um, but again, AL Central, which we'll get to. Cause- I think the
0: Guardians were were fairly front-runner-y in the beginning. I mean, they won the division last year. True. Uh,
1: Rangers, beautiful. Love to see that. Braves, hmm. of course. I feel like this is going to be a thing for a while. Yeah. The Reds, and then somehow, some uh the Dodgers squeaked back in a first place. Uh, well, tied for first.
0: Uh, I, guess I guess you guess. technically have a percentage. Yeah, I guess... Uh, I think we have the percentage. You guys are tied in terms of... Like, you guys have one less win but one less loss. So, percentage-wise, it's 573 oh, to 571. <laughs> but for all intents Incredible. and
1: purposes, it's a tie. <laughs> Incredible. And then, wild card then, really quickly, we have Baltimore, Toronto, Love Houston, and then we have the Marlins, mm. uh, Diamondbacks, and the Giants. Aaron's uh, Giants. Aaron's Giants. Look at this. Aaron's Giants, who no one expected, are are doing quite well this year, yeah. which we will get to. So, Bernie, going into uh, All Star break, yes. As a fan, as everything is laid out, how are you feeling?
0: Uh, as a fan of the Orioles I feel great uh for very selfish reasons which is that we have a super young team and we're and we're performing mean, we're 20 we're 20 games over 500 20 54 and 35 yeah we're 20 games over 500 basically so or 10, 10 games over I, I, whatever I, I hate that the way that number works uh but um as, so as a fan of just the Orioles I feel great I feel like this team, this was the year that I needed to see something and I'm seeing something. Uh, as an overall fan of baseball, I feel wonderful because, and this is what I want every year, we've got like two to three super teams that are like getting ready to to cage match. We've got obviously in the A, in the NL, we've got the Braves, which are just like this juggernaut of like, no holes in the lineup. Juggernaut amazing with pitching. amazing contracts too. That's what every is the killer. Con- I know, I know. They really, ugh. They really fucking. They're, they're, they're. They might be better than the Dodgers front <laughs> yeah, office for a while. They, I mean, they're good. They're really good. And then in the AL, I mean, the Rays are. You could argue they're a little bit fading, even though I still think they're great. And then the Rangers are looking really, really nice. Uh, so I, I. As a just general baseball lover, I just want like four, I mean, like basically what we had the last couple of years, I want like four super teams to, to just like go nuts in the playoffs and like have these really epic series and uh, it's starting to look like a Rays, Braves World Series could be really fun even though they just had a, a three-game series uh, like right before the All-Star break and the Braves uh, trounced them pretty good, uh, but still will be a fun. Um, so, yeah. So, as a fan, sorry, uh, losing myself. That's right. that's kind of my take. I, I think the super teams are developing. I think my personal team is doing well. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing maybe one more team jump in there. Uh, maybe in the NL looking at you. Uh, well, <laughs> you're not going to want to hear this. I'm looking at you, Padres. Uh, but that's no, I mean, probably, I, probably not going to happen. <laughs> we've talked about it every pod,
1: um, and I'm still. It's to me one of the top conversations is the Padres and the Mets, just because of you know their off season and, yeah. and what is happening. Which
0: yeah, Mets would have been a nice super team quick, too. But that's quick the tangent: not
1: happening. them not being good is bad for players. Let's yeah, be clear.
0: Absolutely bad
1: for players.
0: That's a really good point.
1: You know, it's great for all the other GMs to say, look, doesn't work. We don't need to spend that money. But for all the players that are in those record-breaking contracts, it's bad for them because now it everybody else is like, oh, well, I guess we don't need to pay those guys those contracts. We don't need to do this. We don't need to do that. That's a bad model. Um, anyhow, yeah, I, I think... Um, yeah, what are you thinking, Ryan? I mean, uh, it's been a weird season, right? Yeah. Um, Kind of going to bounce a little bit here, but you know, you've got uh, these divisions that we didn't think were going to be anything being something. You've got teams that no one talked about that mm-hmm. are doing great. And then the teams Rangers. that everybody talked about, uh, you know, the dominated offseason conversations are, you know.
0: Yeah. You could yeah. honestly, it's, it's funny because everybody says Padres and Mets, but you could kind of throw the twins in there too because they signed Correa and mm-hmm. they're. I mean, I don't care if they're a half game back in the central. Like, they're a game under 500. That's not good.
1: No, and honestly, that doesn't surprise me. I thought Correa was a good—the only team that I thought he was a good signing for in this offseason was the Giants, right? Because then they lock down Mm -hmm. someone that they can start building around the Mm -hmm. way that they need to. Giants Mm -hmm. have some good pieces in play. They don't have a ton uh, of depth in the minor leagues, you know, like— the prospects they need and all that stuff to trade around him. But they have enough good guys that you put him in there. You start building around it. The twins, I'm like, we saw him on the team last year, didn't do much. So it was like, what is this year going to be different? You know, like, what are we, what are we going to do here? And I also just feel like, uh, which is, uh, warms my heart because he's a cheater, but <laughs> I feel like we're just going to like the rest of his career. Is just going to be kind of a footnote at this point because he's just going to be on a team, in my opinion, that's never going to be great, and it's just going to—he's going to meander in the AL Central, and that be that, you know.
0: Yeah, Um, I hear you.
1: Outside that, though, you know, I'm I'm excited. I like uh, good baseball. I'm I'm happy to see the Rangers good. Yeah, What they they attempt to do is working. You know? which
0: we, we should say is good for player contracts that they, 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 they put a bunch of money into players mm-hmm. and it completely fucking worked.
1: <laughs> it worked too. I think, you know, I know it sounds silly cause people talk about how much difference does a manager make? Uh, I think Bochy is a phenomenal manager and look at the team. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know what he does in that clubhouse. Uh, but you know, that is a, a testament right there of, of his value <laughs> when he goes in there. <laughs> um, So, yeah, I mean, again, I I think it's great. I think it's great that the Reds are good. Like, uh, you know, I think it's great that the Diamondbacks are the ones on our heels. I think it's great the Giants are good. I've been saying this for years. Aaron, this is for you. I like when the Giants are good. Of course, Mm -hmm. I want to beat them, but there's nothing Mm -hmm. more fun uh, than that battle of actually good teams. You know, it's like everybody loves when their team's a juggernaut, and... I disagree with that statement. I like when my team's good, of course. I've been blessed with a great team for you know, uh, uh, quite a while now, but I think it's only fun when other teams <coughs> around you are good, because then you get good baseball, you get good competition, wins matter. It feels more substantial. So, um, I again, I'm excited for the second half. I think I'm gonna pay more attention than I have been going into this. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited to see what what manifests. And then, again, I know we already kind of briefly mentioned it, but I'm really excited to see what teams start to do for this deadline. You know, who is buying in and who is buying out. Because you say, like, the Padres haven't had a good year, but they're only eight and a half back uh, as a whole. And then in the wild card, you know, they're only six games back. It's like you get on a – a, a a good run, six games is nothing.
0: Yeah, you know, like
1: you yeah. The
0: expanded a- the expanded wild card is one of the smartest things that Major League Baseball ever did, and it really does open up the possibility for a lot of these teams that like underperformed to be like, dude, all we got to do is figure it out. Like, it's kind of what people do in in basketball, where they mm-hmm. they kind of treat the regular season like okay, we should get like a top four seed and we should kind of be healthy and we should kind of figure it out by the end. There's a little bit of that going on in baseball as a result of the expanded wild cards. And so like you do get to be a Padres or a Mets or I mean, I don't think the Cardinals will do anything, but like you can be like that where you're like, dude, on paper, we have all the talent. What's wrong here? Mm-hmm. And then you get to tweak things and be like, we're not that far out. And like, and so I, I... I'm rooting. I'm a, I'm a shameless Padres rooter. I just love the makeup of that team, and uh, I think baseball is better when those guys are in the playoffs. So uh, I
1: think too many of them are playing too poorly to continue playing like that. You
0: know? Like, yeah, right. Like regression to the mean, if you will. Yeah, like I just, I, Manny is not. Well, Manny's starting to heat up the last
1: like week, basically. But that's my point. You know, like he's not. Like none of those guys are. Like, you're not dropping yeah. off a cliff like they feel like they have. And I find it, you know, so interesting. Of course, there's part of me that just wants to see them fail because
0: <laughs> why not?
1: <laughs> um, but there is the other thing that is kind of amazing for how bad a first half they've had. They're only six games out. So then that becomes a question, right? Like, what are they doing? You know, there's already talks of uh, them trading Soto, you know, and, and trying to get stuff back for him he was already connected to like i don't know like the phillies or something um but it's like is that when you look at that move you know some people would say oh then they're punting but is it maybe that's a maybe that's actually a move that they can get pieces that they need now you know to keep going forward and not you know not stop so it'll it'll be interesting to see um what their plan is so um yeah, I just uh, like I said, I I just get excited for GM baseball.
0: Hmm. <laughs> well, that's what we got for the next month. Um, All-Star game itself, Ryan. Did you watch? Did you have thoughts? No, no I never. I, I'm never a, watched. I'm a
1: uh, like I don't I don't know what it is. I'll I'll often watch the home run derby. If uh, I can, like if yeah, I love the derby. because the time also the time of these games and stuff because they want to include East Coast really throws me off. Um, mm-hmm. So I often don't realize it's on and then <laughs> miss it. Um, but the all-Star game itself... <sighs> oh, I think I sneezed right into the mic, muted the wrong thing, Bernie, so you're gonna have to uh, edit that out. It stays. (laughs) The All Star Game itself, I just, I don't know why. It's like, and it. it, I think the MLB All Star Game is actually much better than like the Pro Bowl or, you know, a lot of the other things they put on. Yeah. Um, I'm glad they removed the stupid uh, home field advantage. Yeah. But I will say, it made you pay more attention when that was part of it. You know, like when you're like, oh. Who's gonna get home field advantage of the World Series? And then the AL just won like ten years in a row, and it kind
0: of got to be like. Oh. Do they, like, in my lifetime, I don't like, like the NL's won it like three times in, in in the in my lifetime of paying attention to the All Star Game. So like the past twenty years, the NL's won it like twice. Yeah, so <laughs> it's they, crazy to me. So
1: NL won. I mean, I think they showed a thing of like it was so funny. Of last time the NL won, and it's like,
0: <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: so so long ago. That being said, I think the NL, that will happen more often now because NL has DH. It's becoming, you know, your your leagues are going to start mirroring each other more than what they did, you know, for all of baseball. Um but yeah, no, I didn't pay attention. So what you, you uh, fill me in on the, the All-Star game. Uh,
0: so uh, Home Run Derby was fun. It was a good time. Guerrero Jr. wins it. Uh, a lot it of dongs, a lot of dingers. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the Home Run Derby as a kid. It doesn't quite do it for me as an adult. Uh, I can't explain why. Because uh, it's silly. I mean, it's... It's a little silly. You know, you're uh,
1: throwing balls at, at 50 miles per hour, and these guys are just, you know... Crushing them.
0: Um, The game itself was a good time. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I have one uh, somewhat hot take that, like, it's not a real hot take because it's the all-star game. But so in in the beginning of the game, uh, they kept making these catches in the outfield where, like, the players would, like, almost lose the ball in the sun and then right at the last second find it. And so, like, they'd have to, like, contort really quickly to make the catch. Mm -hmm. And the announcers were like treating it like, wow, what an amazing catch. And like if you go online, like everybody's like, man, Adoles Garcia, Randy Rosarena, like these crazy, amazing, like what a way to start the all-star game because it was like the first two outs. And I was sitting there like, am I the only one not impressed that they almost fucked up a routine catch? Like that's what they did. It was a routine fucking fly ball to deep left and deep right. And they almost fucked it up, and then they didn't fuck it up, and they were acting like it was this amazing feat of athleticism. <laughs> I was just like, no, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> like, so that's that's my that's my lukewarm. That's that's literally my only opinion on the All Star Game. The rest of it was was completely acceptable, and and I enjoy. I love the All Star Game. Um, I like I like the special uniforms. Uh, yep. Every year, I tell myself I should buy one of these uniforms, and then I like look online at the, the fact that they're like two hundred dollars, and I'm like, never mind. Um, I don't really care when like the really good players like go zero for two or whatever. I just generally oh look at that bad boy. Ryan's got a little All Star game hat. He's showing off. Uh, I like the hats. I try to buy them because I hats I, are cool. I, I'm a
1: sucker for any of the custom side stuff you know I'm, like,
0: I'm with you man that's like the one that's the one thing i i'm not like a fashion human mm-hmm. and yet like the one thing i always enjoy is a little customization in my sports memorabilia yeah, yeah i'm like oh gotta get that gotta get that yeah but anyway that's that's my entire take on the all-star game All right um I had a good time felt that way about the first two outs and uh maybe we should keep keep rolling with the rest of that text ryan yeah,
1: well, let's see. We've kind of covered a lot of it. He talked about uh how the NL Central showed up this year and AL Central still looks like garbage. We kind of in uh, in,
0: in in the season or like in the All-Star game?
1: Uh season, season cuz mm. NL Central, I mean, we got the the, we got the Cincinnati Reds. looking good. Reds are the story of the first half for sure. Uh, Brewers, I don't know. I don't believe anything about you Brewers. I mean, you're in second place, but then although what a wild thing! Reds in first with a negative nine run differential. Crazy. Brewers in second with a negative thirteen. Like it's not a great division, but the Reds are fun. That is that is crazy. Then you go up to the East really quick. The Braves have a differential of one forty-seven. That's there's a lot. no one even close to them. Second place is negative five.
0: <laughs> Ryan loves his run differential i just i find <laughs> it such a fascinating
1: thing because to me it kind of shows how dominant yeah, a team sure. really is right because it's like are you squeezing out wins which hey at the end of the day a win is a win but are you yeah. squeezing out wins by like one run each time or are you like when you win are you making
0: a, you know a huge difference there's in the a way that you're doing it there's a thing in the statistics community uh where they basically look at exit velocities and um, barrels is what they call it. A barrel Olympic. is when you, I don't know the exact numbers, but it's essentially when you hit a ball at a certain launch angle with a certain exit velocity. So it's like a good launch angle, yeah. like between 20 and 30 degrees, let's just guess. Yeah. At, a cer- at a certain exit velocity, let's say like 120 miles an hour, I don't know what the number is. Uh, and so it's that they call that "quote unquote" quality contact. And so the idea is that that's what leads to like your expected like on base percentage or whatever. So it's like you look at somebody's uh, uh, on base percentage versus their like expected on base or their you know versus their quality of contact or whatever, and that's when you get to judge like okay like. They're batting 300, but like they're getting lucky that the balls are just finding the holes versus, oh, they're legitimately like seeing these pitches well, crushing them, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like that's kind of the equivalent to what you're talking about, where it's like, you know, Cleveland's 45 and 45 leading the division at minus seven, right? Run differential. They've got great relieving. They've got pretty good starting, you know, things like that. They're they're getting these wins, whatever. And then, like, Minnesota's in second at plus 27. And you're like, they probably have a pretty good offense. Yep, and, you know, yep. they're just like, maybe they're not, you know, winning the random lucky ones. But it's like, if you're a betting man, you know, you, you go with the run differential team. I mean, that's just my you. thing is it shows kind of, you know, again,
1: you got a lot of elements. You've got pitching. You've got, you know, defense. You've got all this. But... When an offense is dominant, it's what often keeps you in the. the I mean, it's the only reason the Dodgers are somehow uh, in first place is their offense. Their pitching right now, you know, is, is you've got Kershaw, who's doing great, Urias, who's up and down beyond belief this year, May is out. You know. Yeah, your whole starting uh, rotation is. Uh... Cindergarten stinks. You know, and then you've got a bunch of rookies. You've got, uh, um, uh, what's, uh, now I'm blanking. Cause I, I Gavin run. Stone? No, 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 that's... Stone is not good enough. Uh, Bobby Miller, you've got, who has had moments where he looks untouchable, and then other times he's just getting destroyed. You've got, um, you've got a couple rookies who are like really good, but the same thing, right? They're just not seasoned, so they go up and down, mm. up and down. But somehow, some way, they're still hanging out, you know. And I believe Giants have terrible pitching, too. But their offense, same idea, has kept them, you know, in in the mix by making up for the that lack of uh, pitching.
0: Yeah. It's definitely – I mean, like, that's the strategy of baseball, right? Like, okay, we don't have these players. We have those players. How can we build around that, you know? Who's the missing piece? That's sort of what we were starting with. Uh, yeah. Should we – Should we? any other parts of the text that we need to cover at this point? Should we freestyle? Um, I mean, really
1: cur- – like, we kind of went through it all. Um,
0: should we talk about Aaron's Giants? Should we do a Giants deep dive?
1: Yeah, so that was the one thing that he had said. He said uh, – Giants starting pitching is terrible. He's curious to see what happens at deadlines. Giants have nothing to trade. Maybe a rental.
0: Uh, Logan Webb would be my answer to that, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> how quickly you forget Logan Webb, my friend. Um, other you, than would tra- Lo- you would trade him? No, I'm saying he's a phenomenal starting pitcher. Oh, uh, well, I mean, but one pitcher does not. I think is, yeah, it's like, yeah, I get you, it.
1: You need more than than the one. He can't pitch every game.
0: You know what? I always really—you'll agree with me on this one, right? I always loved Alex Wood. I oh, I'm love a, Wood. I think he's good, and I know. Let's let's look at his kind of numbers this year. He's not great this year. He was great his first year with the with the Giants in twenty twenty one. But everybody was great with the Giants in twenty twenty one. Well, he was great with the Dodgers the year before that. He's been good. He's been really good his whole career. And for some reason, just like nobody wants to commit to him, it feels like. I mean, he's, yeah, he's not having a great season. He's kind of, he can't get past the fifth inning, basically. (coughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you guys have to trade because I know nothing about your minor league system. I know that um, we have a lot of uh, prospects
1: they're really good we have a lot ranked in the top 100 as usual i'm talking Um, about the giants oh giants yeah i was gonna say i don't know about the giants but what
0: uh i don't think they have much that's the problem i think they they wipe they they basically have um that catcher that they thought was going to be great yes that's Uh, the hard joey bart they basically have joey bart to trade away patrick bailey is is the truth as the as the kids say uh 20 years ago. Um, <laughs> Patrick Bailey's really fucking good, and uh, ain't no need to try out Joey Bart anymore as a result of that. Um, and your outfield's good. I mean, that's the thing as a Giants fan. You got Conforto. You got Yaz. You know. Here's
1: their, uh, their top prospects, and I know nothing about these guys. Please. Kyle Harrison, a left-handed pitcher. What's, uh, what's
0: their baseball 100 rankings?
1: That's what I was trying to find, and this is just a list. Oh, top 100. Uh, see if they have- I like I
0: like their relief pitching a whole lot. I like the Rogers Twins. I love Doval. Oh, well, I mean they've got they've got something. Uh, Kyle Harrison, the one I just said, is number twelve. That's and not then bad. Marco Luciano, who's a shortstop, is number sixteen. I think the real question Aaron needs to be asking himself is: Is this the year? Because they've had a surprisingly good season, but is this the year you go all in? Because outside of I mean, like. Aaron, let's let's level with you, Aaron. Everybody needs a starter this time of year, right? Like you guys, if I'm re- if we re- if we're really staring at your roster, right? You're missing a starting, you're missing two starting pitchers if we're being honest. But you know, to get two, you need one, and everybody needs a starting pitcher this time of year. So you really have to question a like like what the market is, right? Like you're going to have to go up your top guy to get that starter if it's going to be an actually decent starter. And, and B, is that really I, – I think you're two starters away, not one starter away. So, I don't know. If I'm the Giants, I'm happy with this surprisingly good season. Uh, I, I'm not trading away a top prospect this year. It's just not that kind of year. Especially, again, it feels like Patrick Bailey is the guy you build around. Um, and you're the Giants. You're always going to have these surprise guys that come up and play well, like, you know, Lamont Wade Jr., um I don't know. I just I I don't think this is the year to go all in if I'm the if I'm the Giants. And and as an Orioles fan, I'll I'll I'll, I'll throw this olive branch out there. I don't think this is the year for the Orioles to go all in.
1: Uh I'll even I'll even one up you and for the Dodgers, I would say I don't <laughs> think this is the year for the Dodgers to go all in.
0: So, definitely not. Definitely not. You know, the, I the, I would the Braves I, you got.
1: <laughs> I would say if if we could find a pitcher that we like we have some control over for a few seasons, like not a rental. You know, if there's someone out there that we could get that it's like, hey, you could get them for, like, two, three more seasons, sure. A rental for anything, any position for the Dodgers, absolutely not. Just, no. You know what's
0: funny, man? I kind of hate when teams trade for guys because they have years of control left. Like, I think it's a bad – like, ignoring Juan Soto, who was, like, a a big, big exception. Like, the last time I remember that happening was was the Cubs, like – the Cubs kind of ended their championship window because they traded – for Jose Quintana from the um, from the White Sox. And the whole thing was that he was like a nice pitcher. He wasn't like elite, but he was nice. And he was under team control for like four years. And everybody was like freaking out. They're like, oh, he's got like a really reasonable contract. He's under control for four years. This is who they traded for him. Eloy Jimenez, who I know he hasn't lived up to the billing, but like was like the top prospect in baseball for multiple years. And he's always hurt, but he is—he is a very good player when healthy. Dylan Cease, who arguably should have won the Cy Young last year, and then two other guys for an average pitcher, like it, just like I think this concept of team control is like an illusion. I think you get a guy that you think is a stud if you're ready to go in.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, I would say again, control. I more mean under contract than control. No, that's uh, the no, that's what know. I'm
0: saying. Under contract. Okay. He was under contract for 4 years. That's like that's why they, they, I remember this vividly. It was 2017, and I remember everybody was like, "Oh, look at the Cubs playing forty chess." Like the average baseball fan might not know Jose Quintana, but he's actually uh, a pretty solid pitcher and they don't have ahead. to pay him a lot for 4 years. And I just like he was so bad with the Cubs. Like he wasn't he wasn't good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's. Um,
0: he yeah. was on the Mets. Oh, yeah, he is on the Mets. He was on the Giants for, in 2021. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'd say Giants fans, Aaron, not your year. Uh, the answer to who should you get is, is you shouldn't try and get anybody. You should try and get prospects, buddy. I don't know if there's anybody you want to trade away. Uh, maybe a, a Jack Peterson type. Even though I do like Jack Peterson, uh, but yeah, everybody loves Jock. I love Jock. Except for name 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 for me the one man in baseball who does not love Jack Peterson. Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Pham. For our, our listeners out there who, who don't follow the pop culture of baseball, uh, very notoriously slapped the shit out of Jack Peterson in the outfield uh, last year. Over some kind of a fantasy baseball spat or fantasy football uh, uh, argument, yeah, he takes it very seriously. Apparently, he takes it very, very seriously. Super funny, uh, Ryan. Anything else we should? Should we chat through like maybe second half predictions? Should we? Should we just yeah. do Dodgers talk? Let's just do a. Let's just do a. No, I've
1: we've talked about Dodgers enough here. Um, <laughs> let's do a quick. You know, we'll go through the thing as we did, and then you just say, "Who's staying? Who's moving?" You know, who's falling? Yeah. Uh, well, I started AL because that's the way ESPN lists out the standings. So um, A before N. <laughs> the East. Yep. Uh, how you feeling? Like I think obviously the the Rays are gonna probably stay in first place. It would be my guess. Um, yeah. But how are you feeling about the rest in there?
0: Yeah, I think the Rays stay in first place. Their offense is just doing too well, and their pitching is getting by. They, they lost two of their top four starters. Uh, <clears throat> there there was some chance of, uh, of uh, I believe, it, not Jeffrey Springs, but the other one coming back, Drew Rasmussen coming back this year. And then they recently announced that, that he's gone until halfway through next year. So hoping that, you know, glass now kind of returns to form for them. So I think they're gonna they're gonna do well. Um, I think the Yankees will probably jump the Blue Jays, uh, and take that last wild card spot. Um the Blue Jays are overperforming pitching wise. Um I don't see it happening for them. And their hitting is great, but but their pitching ain't there. And the Yankees are wildly underperforming on offense and they're gonna get Aaron Judge back eventually. Uh I just read in the tea leaves I think that's the, that's where the momentum would go if like it let's say if injuries you know heal and if you regress to the mean if you will or if you know player skill stabilizes uh if you want to sound nerdy uh, I think that the Yankees only a game behind them probably overtake them All right. All right. How about you? Uh agree
1: with you, Bernie, in the the East. (laughs) Get to the AL.
0: Ryan's our NL guy. AL Central. Um, Sounds sounds great. AL Central, we got Cleveland a half game up on Minnesota. Detroit's technically five and a half back. I don't don't see Detroit happening. Um, I think Cleveland probably stays ahead. Uh, Their pitching is really, really good. Their hitting could not get any worse, so I think it'll get better. (laughs) Ugh. Minnesota just like just have a bunch of guys made of glass out there. Their top prospect Royce Lewis is hurt again. is always hurt. Buxton's always hurt. I it's just it's 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 health or no health over there and and I mean Buxton's back after being gone for a little bit, uh, and now Correa's out. So mm. I don't see it for Minnesota. I, I think it's Cleveland. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I don't I don't I mean
1: I don't see much in that division. No matter where they go, unless they get some postseason magic,
0: you know, I don't feel like much is happening there. AL West, Ryan. This is maybe the most interesting division in the AL. Uh, Texas up two games over Houston, who's kind of, you know, starting to ascend a little bit. And then Seattle, you know, six games back of the division lead, but still right there in the wild card. Where's Seattle in the wild card? Seattle's uh, four games out of the wild card. Um, So still right there. Um, would you, Would you have? What are you, What are your thoughts on the AL West, Ryan? I mean, I think that Houston goes to last place. <laughs> <laughs> Unbiased as shit. <laughs> uh,
1: I I think the Rangers will hold on. Um, you know, for Seattle, it's just a matter of. You know, can they tap into kind of what they tapped into last year and, mm-hmm. and get on a roll? But you know, Houston's had that division under lock for a while, so it'd be nice to see. At least the Rangers overtake them, just to you know, shake it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, it um it would be nice and it's nice to get uh fresh blood in there. Um or plus you, I'm always rooting for Seeker, man. Always <clears throat> rooting for Seager. Seager's having a great he's hitting like three forty. It's it's, yeah. it's pretty impressive. Um yeah, I think I'm with you. I I think it's I think it's Texans Texas's year. Texans <laughs> I think I think it's the Rangers year in the West. Uh I uh I, I I'm rooting for Seattle. Seattle's the team that I whenever I'm watching them on on MLB TV I'm like, man, like its just like it's just like some vibes happening in Seattle. Um, but it, it 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 feels like Texas and Houston's gonna be a lot to overtake uh, six games is can be a lot when you're yeah playing your division rivals. Um, so yeah, I, I think the West boringly enough stays the same Texas one Houston two Seattle uh three. The fan in me is going to say Seattle steals the last wild card spot. Uh, Too much pitching. Too much pitching. But that's not an educated guess. That's just a shameless fan plug. I like that. Over to the NL, Ryan.
1: Your your league. Uh, The East, man. The Braves are just, you know. They're a wagon. Yeah, I think the Braves are obviously going to run away with the East. Um, It'd be interesting to see if the Marlins can hang on. Uh, and play as good as they have to get into the playoffs in a wild card spot. Um, I just think that the Braves are, it's like the way that, I can't say his last name, Alex A. over there, has built his, his team is just unreal. He's gotten guys to agree to under, under market deals. He's locked so many people down. Um, he's really built it with a young core too. So it's like, you know, they, they're going to be good for a while. Um, and I think they're just going to hold that division. I don't think the Mets are going to come anywhere near um, the playoffs, so it'll be interesting to see yeah. if they sell um, or what their plan is. Um, and the Phillies, I mean, maybe, but um, again, it's funny. It's funny how the Phillies can get so many good players um, and yet still just kind of – meander
0: yeah yeah and that's like uh i mean like the, the the phillies are like the better version of the padres in that respect right because mm-hmm. um, the phillies are you know they're 48 and 41 so it's not like yeah it's important. not bad but it's just they never dominate i mean the braves are the thing the thing about the braves versus every like like because the braves are in the phillies division right it's like mm-hmm. Sure, when you like hit on all these draft picks and all these international signings and then you sign them through their 20s for these like you know in a, in a in a true free market under market deals in kind of the weird, you know, warped baseball market, you could kind of call it like the the middle ground type deals, yeah. right? Yeah. Where you're not you're not waiting to hit free agency at 27 and then make 300 million dollars, right. but you are being like, you know what, instead of making like 2 million a year in my 20s, I'd like to make like 20 million a year in my 20s. T- yeah, I mean, not 20, like 15 million a year in my 20s. It's,
1: it's a, there's pros and cons to it. It's a, it's a good deal for a lot of these guys because you're locking in your money. Yeah. And you're not having to stress over it. Um, you're getting paid in your early years. You probably won't get as big
0: of a contract in the back end, but hey, right. you've got guaranteed money. And, you know, a dollar today is worth two tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. Um, But anyway, so all of that is to say that, like, no matter how good the Phillies build it, the fact that they basically missed on every single draft pick, it's like you're just starting from so far behind. You know what I mean? Like, look at their current team. I would argue, like, Aaron Nola is, like, the the only guy that was, like, a homegrown talent that's, like, Doing really well. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, Reese Hoskins is great, but he's hurt for the year. So, this year specifically, it's kind of just, you know, one dude and then a shit ton of free agents. Um, so, yeah, but no, I, I agree with you. I don't think anybody's catching the Braves. No. Um, I, I think the Marlins fade down the stretch. I don't like their team nearly as much as, like, the storyline likes their team. Like, the the, 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 you know. Well, everybody, yeah. Call it what you want to. The Marlins doing well as a story and okay. that makes it interesting. I don't think they're that great. Uh and I think that they're kind of riding a handful of hot streaks, uh, like, you know, their their second baseman is is whose name keeps alluding. Urias. Luis Urias yeah. is like, you know, he's chasing four hundred right now. That's not gonna be all season and Jorge Soler is leaving the NL in home runs. That's Maybe going to happen all season, but he's incredibly streaky. I just, I, Yuri Perez, they're, they're really young stud pitcher, is so young that they're, you know, manipulating his service time. He's down in the minors as a result. So, like, I just think they're riding a couple of individual streaks that will take care of themselves. So, I I think the Marlins are going to fade personally.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that. And then, uh, I mean, (laughs) yeah, I, I, I think the Marlins are one of those teams that's gonna. It's the same. It's the same thing. You're destined to not hang on. Mm-hmm. Um, central. But now, speaking of teams hanging on, Hey. You you are much more uh, knowledgeable. Red's gonna stay.
0: Red's gonna stay. Yeah, pitching's getting healthy. Uh, young guys are still good. They still have another stud prospect, Encarnacion Strand, first baseman, who is is not up in the from the minors yet, but will come up. Um, and then just like that, division is weak sauce, dude. St. Louis is in last place, and like I thought, they had the best roster coming into the season. Pittsburgh had that whole thing where they were like, see, we're trying hard. We don't need to spend money to be good. Now they're fucking 41 and 49 and dropping like a fucking stone. It's crazy. It's crazy. It was like, are they the real deal? Nope. No, they're not. And that's, that's, that's the, that's the same reason why on our opening episode, when everybody was freaking out about the Rays undefeated streak. And I was like, guys, we are 20 games into the season. Like calm down with all of these opinions. (laughs) It's a twenty-game stretch. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the Brewers are perennially an okay team. So when that division is bad, they will win it. And when somebody gets good, they will lose it. And I like the Brewers enough, but the Reds are fun. Let's let's see the Reds, please. The fan base says Reds. Really Reds. I mean, really I, I think the Reds can do it. I think they can. I can. I think that what we have seen in the past let's say in the Mike Trout era, right? When Mike Trout came up at age 21, we'll call it the Trout-Harper era. Let's let's call okay. it that. Trout comes up at 21, Harper comes up at 20, yeah, or it yeah. was like 2019, something to that world. And they played really well. And everybody was like, wait a minute, maybe these young guys could play well in the majors. Maybe we're just manipulating service time. And like every... Like like nine times out of ten, within the first two years of these young guys coming up, they play really well. You know, Chris Bryant, Ellie Delacruz. You know, you go on and on and on. You know, Ronald Acuna Jr. Everybody, they're all playing well within, let's say, two years of them coming up. So I'm not gonna look at a Reds team with a bunch of young guys and say, oh, they're too young. It's gonna fade. They're gonna. I'm like, no. Like, the young guys can play well. The young guys can adjust. They've proven it. So, like, sure, some of them might not adjust as the league adjusts to them. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend like all young guys turn into pumpkins after three months.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think they've shown long enough that they are going to be able to hang uh, at least this season. We'll see if mm. people figure them out by next season. <laughs> Yeah. But hey, you can at least make this season.
0: And then Ryan uh, last but not least your NL West. Man, this is
1: such a toss-up honestly. Um normally the the version of me is like, "Oh, Dodgers all the way." <laughs> I I don't know because I don't really know um what the plan is in the front office, right? Like I know that there's always the talk of Otani. There's always the talk of this. There's always the talk of that. So it's like, are you trying to do something this season? Are you attempting to go after people? You know, do you do you pick up a few guys pitching-wise that could be good and just see what happens? That's my theory, right? I don't think they pick up any, like, all-star pitchers. I think they pick up some guys that are good, that they think they can make a little bit better. They can hold them down the stretch. Bueller comes back, et cetera. You know, kind of like... Hey, if we can do it, we can do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they go all in. Um, Diamondbacks, I feel like have a real opportunity to win the division if they can if they can you know keep it up. Yep. I'd even say Giants, you know, have a real opportunity. I, I
0: feel like the division's only two and a half win, back. Yeah, you know, for, for everybody. I mean, it, for the top three, I think the Padres and and the Rockies are out. <laughs> I mean,
1: look, if the Padres catch fire and actually play like they're supposed to.
0: I think if the Padres catch fire and play like they're supposed to, they can get a wild card
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree with you I don't think they're i don't know I don't think they're going to I think there's something that they that team needs to figure out outside of lineup um you know or outside of like on paper. I think they just have a a chemistry issue they got to figure out um, mm-hmm. but I just think the top three teams right now in the in the west it's wide open. It's a coin toss. I I couldn't even begin to be like, oh it's gonna be Mm blah blah. Which is funny though because right now all three of those teams are in the playoffs in the wild card. So you know it's um I think they're in the wild card, right? Did I just make that up? No, they're all in. So they're all in Yeah they're all in. So you know they're only—I mean—the Giants right now are only half game ahead of the Phillies uh, and the Brewers, but still, right now you
0: could have three teams in the NL West in the playoffs. That would be interesting. Although I would again like to see one of those three teams be the Padres, <laughs> so have a much, much more interesting, fun star-powered lineup. Um, I hear you. I think it's—it's it's almost like like the the lazy analyst in me goes the Dodgers are in first place right now tied for first right now and like nobody on their team can pitch (laughs) like I'm like if if Urias even like a little bit becomes a decent pitcher again and Kershaw just plays the second half then they've already like doubled the quality of their starting pitching (laughs) like if Bueller comes back for three games you know what I mean like then oh man they're so much better so like um I'm lazily gonna say i think it's the dodgers uh Mm -hmm. i like that but i don't know i don't know too much about arizona's like i haven't been watching any diamondbacks games to be honest with you like i I know they're i know who's playing well on their team i haven't watched the games to be like oh this is why they're winning or losing or, or i mean are winning um and so I'm kind of gonna I'm gonna kind of hedge and say I think the Dodgers are gonna win the division, and I think they're gonna get at least one wild card. I mean I, I mean I think one wild card's gonna come out of the East and, and one's gonna come out of the West, and then I think there's what there's three total wild no there's yeah there's there's three wild wait damn now I'm forgetting how many wild cards there's three wild cards three there's three so maybe two out of the West I mean there's definitely nothing coming out of the Central.
1: No, no nothing out of the <laughs> Uh
0: Yeah, so I guess I guess we'll we'll go from there, Ryan. I think it's a pretty pretty good stopping point. But I, yeah, unfortunately, I, I don't have a ton of analysis on the on the Diamondbacks.
1: <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Sorry, Aaron. The, the exciting part is we're going to start having so much to talk about because second half of the season, when the races get real, the trades get made, you know, and the playoffs are approaching. I feel like yes more than enough to talk about and then our lack of talking about it our lack of knowledge as pod will be forgotten
0: uh i think that there was a limited lack i think the lack <laughs> was stratified to a certain number of teams <laughs> it's okay bernie you make me look better so <laughs> yes well on that note ryan yeah uh it's just it's been wonderful thank you for joining me on aaron's pod yeah, of course.
1: Aaron, thanks for having
0: us. You know, Aaron, it. you know, whether you're opening your bar or you're closing it, you know, uh, 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 sweep the floors, please. Yeah, I agree with S- that. Sweep, sweep the floors. Please. Going? Going. Gone. Gone. Gone! 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 It's a home run. He's down. Home, 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 home. Go home. Go home. Go home. Go home.
1: Peace out.